Welcome to Hindsight. I'm Corey Carter. And I'm Ron Poole. Let's get it started. On this podcast, we've hacked hundreds of entrepreneurs' hindsight to help you, the listener, with better foresight. Now, guys, if you want to know all about what we can do to help you focus on being you, head over to GetHHM.com. Keep pushing through those ups and downs that we all will have. We're still going to have amazing conversations with amazing people. Hindsight hacking boils down to amazing conversations with some amazing people. everybody welcome back to another episode of hindsight hacking and today we we get to have two Corys, two Corys for the price of one mr coach or coach cory not mr cory coach cory with the last name gulick hopefully i pronounced that right because i have been known to mess that up once in a while but coach cory has a very very fun story that i got to know a little bit yesterday and i, I can't wait to share some of this but but honestly for anybody that doesn't know him if you're in the online marketing space, you must be living under a rock because the last three years, Coach Corey has taken the online space world by storm. He's got so many fun things working and, and including an upcoming podcast, including an up- upcoming launch of Unlimited Life Academy. And we're going to get into all that right now. But first of all, welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you so much, man. I'm super excited to be here. You know, Gulick definitely you pronounce it just just good enough i don't care what you call me just don't call me late for dinner right <laughs> nice so true so true and again i'm always I'm over i'm overran with Corey's on this show like every guest we've had there's never been another ron there's always been other Corey's, but we're super excited to have you on so before we get too far into it why don't you give everybody a glimpse into the funny little story Corey was talking about and tell us a little bit about yeah, I mean, a little bit about me. I mean, it depends on how far back you want to go. I was born and raised in Detroit. I was in a, raised in a military family. My dad was in the Army. Grew up all over, like, the Northeast, you know, New York, Chicago, New Jersey, mainly Michigan. Michigan's my hometown. But, uh, you know, growing up, I moved, like, every two years, like, new schools and stuff. So I've always had to adopt wherever I went, right? And, I, and I've kind of gotten these good skills. Like, as a kid, you don't really think that these are good skills to have because you're, you're just in the moment, right? You're moving, and you're like, man, I got to make new friends. But because of that, I've been able to become, I think, what I would call a, well, a well-rounded person, right? Uh, and that's really one of the, the things that you need as far as, you know, kind of putting yourself out there. If you want to build your brand and stuff, it's really about positioning. So after all that being said and done, you know, three years ago, I started my journey with online, you know, in the online space. Basically, I was a mechanic for 20 some years and I was married. I got my my daughter was born and I was like, you know what? I've always wanted to pursue this online you know, entrepreneurship, whatever. So let's just do it. Let's just go all in. Right. So that's why I, I hit the ground running. I came online. I started growing Facebook groups, got known as like a Facebook group growth expert. Didn't know anything about growing groups. I, I was just doing what I did naturally. Right. And I think a lot of those, you know, kind of skill sets or whatever from when I was a child really came into play. People just know, like, trust me. And that's the number one key to running a successful business, whether it's online or offline. But I think that's what really helped me help me get to where I was at. And you know, like uh, Corey was saying, over the last three years, I've been able to uh, make a little name for myself, which is pretty cool. You know, it's exciting and I'm just getting started. Yeah, love it. All right. So 
I have done a lot of coaching in my life, whether it be in business or my son's baseball team and, and other sports he's done. But I've never really, ha- I mean, those kids, they call me Coach Corey, but nobody ever really calls me Coach Corey. So how, how did you end up with that nickname and, and just kind of putting that out there for everybody? Like when people yeah. hear Coach Corey, they see your face with it right? Like there's so many other Corys out there. Like they, people right. that know and hear coach Corey, like they have that associated with you. Yeah, exactly. They know me. Right. So beautiful story again, going back to personal branding, but I coached lacrosse. So that's how I got started because I, I was co-coaching with another coach, right? Coach Joe and coach Corey. So I became coach Corey. And then uh, once I started kind of building my Facebook groups and stuff, I'm like, let's just run with that, right? Like I'm coaching people anyway. It's a cool play on words, Coach Corey, CC. And then what really kind of drove it home was I went out to a live event and they were asking people for questions or whatever. So I stood up like, rule number one, if you guys want to put yourself out there, right? And you want to be known in the industry, you got to put yourself in the spotlight. So if you ever go to a live event and they're going to ask you to ask questions, get up and try to be the first person in line, right? If you're, if you're at the event, be the first one to ask a question if you can, and be the last one to ask a question if you can as well, like at, at the end of the event. But when they were doing that, they were asking people what their names were. And of course, I, I'm used to saying Coach Corey. So, you know, they're like, oh, what's your name? And I was like, I'm Coach Corey, you know? And then the, the guy that was speaking basically turned to the crowd and was like, everybody say, hey, Coach Corey. And, and as soon as that happened, you know, that was like day one of the event. The next four days of that event, Everybody called me Coach Corey. They knew me by Coach Corey, right? I wasn't just Corey. I didn't blend in with the crowd because I branded myself at that event. And then from there, you know, now I start off every, you know, every video. I start off with Coach. I'm Coach Corey and together we'll do it better. That's my tagline. So yeah, that's how Coach Corey came about. I love it. I love it. And I love where you're talking about putting yourself in the spotlight. Because I think especially if you're in a group of people and someone like you have to be up there to ask the question and put yourself out there. I think that's where a lot of people like curl up into a tiny little ball and they're like, not going to happen. Let's yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, you know, and it's like, I always tell people all the time, you got to be willing to get outside your comfort zone, right? Like life begins where your comfort zone is. It's all that kind of stuff. And don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm not nervous when I'm putting myself in those positions too. Right. But I go into that, that mindset of this is what needs to be done. And again, when you're in a room like that, just think about it. When you're at the mic, what is everybody in the do- room doing? They're looking at you, right? So it's putting you out there. It's, it's putting you on, you know, on stage, basically, even though you're not technically on the stage. So super powerful. Definitely uh, something that I would recommend anybody doing whenever they're going to uh, live events for sure. Yeah, definitely. I've got an event coming up next week. So I wrote that down for feedback for myself of a to-do. First and last question, be the one, ask the, ask, ask it, right? I love yeah. that. I love that advice and that. And, uh, and do something that's memorable, right? Like Coach Corey was memorable. Corey wouldn't have been memorable. Right. So, you know, I got to find something, something else. Like, you know. Maybe maybe I just have HHM and Corey. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But yesterday... Again, we, I had the pleasure of, of hanging out with Coach Corey for anybody listening and watching off camera yesterday and, and got to know him a little bit better. And, and you told me a few stories and I don't know how many, how deep or how far back you want to go, but you told me a few stories about this, the strength that you had to find to go to the next level, the strength that you had to find to get to where you are now. And, uh, you know, and, and I, Ron, I just had to ask this because I know Ron is going to be very intrigued by your answers here because he lives in that world as far as if he the sign or something you know the guidance that is received from an unknown power or god or wherever it comes from yeah. right and and so i i know ron like he needs to hear it and uh, so as much as you want to talk about how certain pieces and steps guided you 
to, to really get going to where you, where you are and, and you just kept yeah. fighting for every inch. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, back in 2008, I'll be sharing my, probably my entire story once I launched my podcast. So people can check it out there. But in 2008, I went through what I call the worst, best year of my life, right? It was back when the whole, you know, housing bubble burst and the economy crashed, but I was working for General Motors back in Detroit. And I found out that I was going to be getting laid off. I was engaged to get married at the time. And I ended up uh, calling it off. Basically the, the, the lady that I was engaged to, whatever, her mom kind of took me to the side one day and was like, I don't think you provide my daughter with the lifestyle that she's used to. And I was like, all right, the heck with it. I'm just going to throw in the towel. So I, I broke it off with her. I ended up getting laid off because of all this crap that was going on. Right. I ended up going out drinking. I don't drink. I, I never really drank before then. And I, I haven't drank since then, but I basically got two DUIs in 30 days. And uh, ended up because of all this stuff that was happening, I ended up getting my house foreclosed. I got my truck repoed. I lost my driver's license. Next thing you know, I found myself living above this lady's garage in a little one room, you know, apartment that you know I couldn't know. I could only walk in the center of it because of the peaks of the of the walls. And I hit completely rock bottom, and I was gonna kill myself. And at that point, I decided to to turn to God for the first time on my own. And there's a treadmill that was in my apartment. It was kind of funny. But uh, basically, I said, God, give me the strength to run five miles in an hour or kill me trying. And at this time, like I was out of weight or overweight and smoking cigarettes all the time and all the kind of, you know, really bad shape. So I thought it was going to kill me anyway. But anyway, got on there, got through it. And uh, it was just just an awesome experience to where I remember at the end of it, I, I did like the cool down walking, fell to the side of my bed and I was crying. My, like my kids are crying in the background. Sorry about that. But I woke up the next day and like the weight of the world was off my shoulders. Right. So that was like the 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 turning point, I think. And what happened was I ended up going in and reading this book called The Alchemist. I was actually house sitting for a friend. She lived on a lake. She had you know a couple of dogs that she needed watching. She had the book called The Alchemist. So I picked it up and I read it. Read it all in a day one of my favorite books in the world. And in that book, it talks about these signs. Like, you know, you got to look for the signs on your journey to, I forget what they call it exactly, your personal, whatever, your person, personal legend or something, whatever it's called. So get done reading that. And I go, go inside of her house and she's got a movie called You, Me and Dupree. And it's basically about a guy that, you know, hits rock bottom. He moves in with his friend and his newly wife or whatever. And through that movie, he reads a book called Not About the Bike with Lance Armstrong, right? And at the end of the movie, he ends up becoming a motivational speaker. And for whatever reason, I was like, oh, that, that seemed pretty cool. You know, like I totally related to him because that's where I was, rock bottom. Well, next thing you know, I go to put The Alchemist back on our shelf and I see it's not about the bike by Lance Armstrong. And I'm like, Poof, sign, right? This is a sign from God. Now I'm seeing all these signs. So I read the, I read that book, started really getting on this like really uh, personal development kind of stage. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be a motivational speaker someday. And at the end of this year, my best friend's dad passed away and he was like more of a dad to me than my, my own dad was. So that hit me pretty hard, but even more so was the fact that my friend reached out to me and asked me to do the eulogy. You know, and here I am, you know, saying, Hey, I, I want to be a speaker and all this kind of stuff. And now God kind of put this in my path of being a speaker. And I was super honored for anybody that doesn't really know me. Like I get really emotional. Like even when I try to give a speech at my best friend's wedding, started tearing up crying. Like, you know, my, I was the best man at my brother's wedding. I couldn't get anything out because I was crying, but he was like, you know, just, you know, just try to do it, write it down. If you can't get through it all the way, the priest would come in and take over or whatever. So same thing though, on that day, I went into it with this mindset of God, like, just give me the strength to do this. And I know I can do anything with your power, with your help and did it, had an awesome experience. You know, I mean, for being a funeral, obviously, but I made the, I made him laugh. I made him cry. Like just so much love was in that room. And the, the crazy part is, is this was in a really small town. The guy never left that, that little town that he was in population around 2000 or something. And he had like 300 people at his funeral. Like that's how 
wide his little circle was, even though he was in this little tiny town. So that was just such a super great honor. And then after that, though, basically 10 years of me just working on myself and, and having this vision of doing something big with my life, with online marketing and stuff, uh, but never did anything with it. Right. I just like most people, I think just studied and studied and studied and never took action. And then, like I said earlier, as soon as my daughter was born, I said, all right, guys, it's it's time to go. And that was three years ago. She just turned three and I've made, you know, made a good start so far, but I've got a long way to go. <laughs> Hopefully that uh, helps. No, that's, that's awesome. And, and Corey's right. Yeah. I, I think it's amazing how God can take what is intended by the enemy or who, whoever you want to call it. I'm just going to use that because that's what I believe to be the absolute worst part of your, or the worst time of your life, right? The worst thing that could possibly happen. And God turns it to be something good for his glory. And it's, it's amazing how much that rings to my heart more than you know at this moment. So it's true. So that's one, two, you have to look for those signs. Like I tell this story, I've told this story on the podcast 500 times. Corey knows what I'm going to talk about. We're talking llamas. We're talking llamas for a minute. So so my my aunt or my wife's aunt believes her God-given calling is to have a llama farm and cater to battered women to help them get back on their feet, which is an awesome thing. Yeah. Great calling. My ask for her was, what are you doing to fulfill your calling? And she goes, I'm just waiting. I go, there's never a point God is going to drop a llama farm on your lap ever. Like this never, that's not going to happen. And so I've said that for 11 years. So we're at church messages coming out. And I've always said, if you don't take the blessing, the blessing will pass you by. I've always said that you have to take a step. You have to move forward. You have to go forward or the blessing pass you by. So when we were thinking about doing this crazy online thing full time, the message when I was telling my wife, because I was struggling and she knew that I couldn't keep doing work and home, burning the candle at both ends, she knew one of them was going to fail. So she kept telling me, hey, let's just pray about it. I know the message has been talking to you, but this particular message was, it was about seizing the moment, taking the moment that God has given you with your God-given talents and moving forward and taking the step to receive the blessing. And she looked at me and she goes, it's time. And I quit that Monday. So yeah, it is so true. And, and I think it's it's amazing that you recognized the signs. But I think, and I'm just going to put it out here and you can agree with me if I'm wrong, but I also know when you're at rock bottom, you're more open to see signs and you you look at things a little different, right? I think that's what it may have took to get you to be the person you are called to be right now today. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree 100%, you know, and, and it hasn't been an easy road and it's, it's one of those things as a Christian myself, like I truly believe that, you know, the devil is going to try to do anything he can to stop you from getting to where you want to go. And over the last three years, I mean, I've had crazy stuff happen. I mean, my mom got two cancers. She got breast cancer and pancreatic cancer. Mm. The day she went in to have surgery, like dual surgery, her mom passed away while she was actually on the operating table, you know, and this was, you know, maybe two years ago. And I'll never forget getting that phone call because my brother called and you can hear like the, you know, the crying in his voice kind of thing. He's like, Oh, did you hear what happened? And I'm thinking it's my mom because, you know, she literally just went like literally like the time that she got under for her surgery was when he called. And I'm like, how the heck did this happen so fast? But then it ended up being her mom who passed away and just, you know, crazy. I mean, that was just one little thing. But other than that, like, I mean, I've had my Facebook account and all my other accounts kind of shut down and yeah, I've gone through so much stuff. But the, the thing is, is it's that three feet from gold mentality. You know, mm -hmm. if you want something bad enough, and this is what I preach to 
you know, all of my lacrosse players, like when I, when I coached, here's a quick story if I can share. When I coached the first year I coached lacrosse here in Fort Worth, I came in like three quarters of the way through the season and I kind of came out and I was just an assistant. That team didn't win a single game that year. Within the, the last few weeks though, last month maybe of, of the season, I was able to kind of turn around and get them going in a positive direction. So the dads actually asked me to be the coach the next year, you know, the, the head coach. And because I got them to buy in, I, I really got them to do this, this mindset shift, right? Like instead of having this loser mentality, Sorry, you know, that offends anybody out there, but instead of having this, you know, let's just have fun kind of mentality, like let's get to work and do good and go for that championship. I I switched that mentality and I took them to a 13 and three season the next year, like the very first year that I was coaching, they lost in the championship game, but the lessons that I taught throughout that season, all life lessons, all things that anybody can apply. The number one thing was you got to want it more than anybody else. Right. When I was, when I was teaching them this, so many people out there are like, oh, you got to have a big enough why. And I don't believe that. I think we all have the same whys, really. Like if I asked you what your why was, I, I could ask a hundred people what their whys are and they're all going to fall in these certain buckets, right? They're all going to fall in. I want more time with my family. I want to travel. I want a bigger house. I want money. I want whatever, right? But every single one of those statements starts with what? I want, right? I want. And if you want it more than anybody else out there, you're going to be the one that gets it guaranteed every single time. I don't care what you say. I don't care if it comes to sports. I don't care if it comes to relationships. I don't care if it comes to making money. I don't care if it comes to anything. If you're the one that wants it the most, I guarantee you at the end of the day, you're going to be the one that gets it and you will not let anything stop you from getting there. So that's where I'm at on my journey. And anybody listening, you know, you just got to want it more than anybody else and you will have it. I promise you. So true. So true. And I know it's Corey's turn, but I have something to say to go on, on kind of our whole scripture piece that I was talking about, because I just read it and it talks about when the enemy comes in the only thing he can take, he can't take your salvation if you've accepted Christ. The only thing he could take is what the Holy Spirit gives you, which is your joy. He wants to rob you of your joy and depression, sadness, all of those pieces rob you of your joy. And if you can keep your eyes focused where they need to be focused, which is Jesus and God, he can't rob you of your joy, period, end of story. So Corey, sorry, had to rob, jump in. So go ahead. No worries. No worries. I knew after talking to you yesterday, Corey, that we we had to go down this path and just, you know, because I think it's important and I'm, I'm not the religious person, right? Like I am not, but the, I believe fully in having that watching for the signs and, and being the one that takes a little action and having faith that other things will fall into place when you take that action. Right. And so, so yeah, the, the story was, was had to, we had to have that conversation, but let's, let's move a little bit along the way, you know, and I, I'm sure it was, it's a small thing, but you are uh, one of a few authors that helped publish a, a book last year. I think it was last year. I think it's Million Dollar Story, Million. Yeah, The Million Dollar Story. Million yep. Dollar Story. Yeah. Tell us about your part in that book and, and what you got going on in there. Yeah. And this kind of plays into what I left off with, right? Like when you want something bad enough, you're going to go out there and get it. So last year, you know, after I, after I went to my first mastermind, like I was talking about a little bit ago and I became coach Corey, I came home from that and I'm fired up because I want to be a speaker. This has always been my goal is to be a speaker. And I remember standing, you know, when I hit rock bottom, I moved down here to Texas 10 years ago. And I remember clear as day at night, I would go out because I lived with my sister. I would go out on her, her driveway and I would look out over this big valley that she lived, you know, on top of this hill and I'd practice my speeches. Like I want to be a speaker and I'm visualizing and I'm talking to the crowd, you know, whatever. So after that event though, I'm just fired up. I'm like, dude, I'm going to do one of these events. 
got back anyway, teamed up with some people through an event and I literally built my own stage, right. To, to be a speaker. I spoke, I got to share the stage with a bunch of big names in the industry, which just got me that much more authority, which was awesome. But then because of that, one of the people that was in the audience was a part of this book collaboration, reached out to me and was like, Hey, you know, I got one more spot that's available. If you want it, you know, you got 10 days to write a chapter for this book, but you know, if you want it, you can have it. So I was like, heck yeah, dude, I'm, I'm all about taking action. Right. So knocked out my chapter and like, 10 days, whatever it was. And then super cool story. The day my son was born was the day the book launched and it hit number one seller on Amazon in like five different categories. So I was like in the hospital room holding my son, like seeing the stats of the book, just super cool. Right. And again, going way back to 2008, you know, you know how you see these people that are talking about like writing down, I'm going to be whatever, right. 10 times, hundred times, whatever, you know, I'm going to be a best-selling author. Right. I did it. And it's crazy. Like, you know, when you're doing it in the moment, like I'll never forget sitting down and writing down, I'm going to be a number one best-selling author. I'm going to be a number one best-selling author. Did a thousand times or whatever it was, you know, whatever, 12 years later, whatever it was, 11, 12 years later, it came to fruition. You know, not 10 years of it. I wasn't doing anything about it. Right. I was just learning. But in that short of a time, three years, I was able to do that. So it, man, I'm telling you, like, you just got to press on. I don't know what else to say. It's awesome. Love it. All right. And, and I assume from that book, there's also some, I don't know, if there's any partnerships or communication or like relationships and and everything that you've been able to develop just from that, is there, you know, any kind of like stuff that's happened behind the scenes with some of those people in there? Yeah. So a few of them, one of the ladies, Angie Norris, actually, she was one of the speakers that was at my event as well, but she's in the book with me. Didn't really collaborate that much when it came to it, because again, I came in at the very tail end. So it was like literally 10 days to get my stuff done. These people were working on it for like, you know, a year or whatever it was. But there has been some stuff that came out of it. Obviously, the, the person that put the book together reached out to me recently to, to actually be a part of another book that they're going to try to do a, a USA bestseller. I'm not sure if I want to do it or not. But, but anyway... <laughs> But anyway, yeah. So, I mean, it, it obviously opens up opportunities, right? Like, and that's, that's what you're looking for. So for me, it's always putting, putting yourself out there. And then, you know, once you start making those relationships, though, next thing you know, people start reaching out to you. Right. But yeah, as far as like actual stuff, don't really, you know, have much going on with the people that the authors of that book, but uh, it was a great experience. You know, I, I know that for sure. No, that's cool. And, and that experience I'm sure lends to other things that you do now. Because again, we learn from different things and then you move on to other stuff. But right. I, I kind of want to talk about your 30 day challenge a little bit. Yeah, it, for sure. Your live challenge, if, if you would. Yeah, that was one of my, you know, that was my original claim to fames, right? So again, when I first came on to the scene with online marketing, you know, I, I started getting around the, the different marketing, you know, click funnels, Facebook groups and stuff like that. And next thing you know, I, I started growing these groups in different niches, grew one to a, like a thousand members in like 90 days or less, whatever it was. And everybody kept asking me about, you know, how I was doing it. So I created another group called the Facebook Group Explosion, where I was teaching coaching on how to grow your Facebook groups. And what I did was I, I opened it up because the number one thing that helped me grow my groups was just getting on camera, right? To go live every day, basically build that relationship. It's the no like and trust factor. And going live was the number one key. So I, in this new group, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to open up a challenge and just have people try to go live for 30 consecutive days, right? And that's all it was when I first started was just, hey, come in my group, go live, whatever. And then it ended up evolving into like me actually coaching people through 30 consecutive days where I give them a topic to talk about. They go in the group, they do the topic. It's really geared towards like online entrepreneurship. So there's a, a day where you're kind of practicing your pitch, right? You're going to try to sell something to my audience or sell something to the group kind of thing. Because again, being a coach, right? We have a practice facility where we practice our, our stuff. And then we have a, a game 
stadium. And I want people to know that inside of my Facebook group, it's like your, your practice facility, come in there, get comfortable on camera, go out and do it on your own, right? Come in, practice your pitch in the group, and then go and do it on your own. Because trust me, as an online entrepreneur trying to do a pitch live on camera, I mean, that's next level, right? Like it's hard enough getting people just on camera, let alone trying to sell something on camera. So anyway, did the 30 day live challenge. It's changed so many lives. You know, Angie Norris actually came through it. She went on to do like almost $500,000 in 90 days with Groove. And then Tuan Nguyen, who's another guy, he was like one of my very first people that went through the challenge with me. He's out there. He's got a coaching program doing like 10K plus a month. Who else went through? I'm trying to think there's some other people that went through the challenge that, you know, have all gone on to do great things. Another one, Jamie Gardner came through. He just recently got his two comic club award from ClickFunnels, you know, and I'm not saying that the challenge, you know, was, was the reason for their success, but I can guarantee you it helped them out on camera to where they can go. And so like Angie for one, for sure. I know she was, she was nervous getting that camera in that challenge and now she's out there crushing it. So yeah, definitely much respect for, for the challenge. And, and, you know, I remember just as Ron and I moved into this space, I, I was, I think I got in the group, but I never fully engaged in the challenge, but I sure as heck saw every single day, the, the notifications, ah, oh, 30 day live challenge, ah, oh, 30 day live challenge. Oh, yeah. 30 day. And, over and, and over was- and over. That was the key to growing the Facebook group, right? So when I when I did that challenge, two things were going on, Facebook groups and Facebook lives. And Facebook was promoting these things. So I started a group and I'm like, I'm going to try to get everybody I can in there going live because then I know it's going to just start pumping organic traffic in because Facebook is going to see it as this hot party, right? That's, that's basically what you're trying to make a group, a, a place where it's the cool place to be. There's a lot of engagement, a lot of interaction. And then Facebook will start naturally pumping people into it for you because they see all the engagement, right? I know at my peak, I did the numbers and I compared it. So my group had 2000 members in it. ClickFunnels had, I think, just under 200,000 people in it at the time. And there's a way that you can see like the stats of a group, like how many posts and how many comments and stuff are kind of going on, even if you're not the admin of the group. So I did that with ClickFunnels and then I compared it to what I had going on in my group and I was outperforming them by 2000%, right? So engagement wise. And I just thought that that blew my mind that uh, you have a group with you know 200,000 members in it and I was getting like... 200,000% better engagement in my group. So I mean, I was getting 2000 members. It was like 40,000 posts a month in my group, right? Of course, Facebook's going to pump that group because there's so much engagement in there. So anyway, that's why I did the challenge. And then, like I said, I, I ended up evolving it. I used to uh, charge people for it. I just opened it back up actually for free. If I could plug it, my30daylivechallenge.com, free to join, go through the challenge. It's a great experience. It's going to completely transform you from day one to day 30. You're going to come out completely comfortable and confident on camera. So you guys can do stuff without being so nervous, getting on a podcast like this and not feeling the jitters, right? And and just having a great time. So love it. Love it. And we'll put the link in the show notes for anybody to, to go check it out. But two things, one, to, to just to let people know the way you go and give value you're going through our podcast launch program and you saw a thing of need on day one and you immediately said, Hey, if you guys want, turn on your notifications, pin it up. Like it's that simple, right? right. That simple. You saw the need, you're, you had the knowledge and you shared it. I love it. You're now forever part of PWP because I tagged your video and made it as part of the homework for people in the, in the membership area, FYI. So forever you're there and we appreciate that. But more importantly, hindsight hacking, you know, our goal of this show is to uh, hear your hindsight to give our audience and our listeners clear foresight. So 
as you transitioned online three years ago, and you, again, you were like an overnight success, even though it's not an overnight success. And I know the amount of work you're putting in, but what's, you know, uh, what's the feedback? What's the thing that you're like, gosh, I wish I knew this sooner and I would have been able to do it differently or better or faster. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I I thought about this a lot and when you're in this space, obviously you're going to get a bunch of people's advice on on what they would do kind of thing. For me, honestly, I think I would have quit my day job sooner, right? I was taking all this advice of, oh, you need to have six months worth of whatever, you know, saved up and all. And, and that's all good advice. Don't get me wrong. But because of that, because I, I can never get myself to that point of having, you know, this, this excess money kind of built up, it kept me back from ever really pursuing, right? Um, I luckily, like I said, I, I look at everything in a positive way. So when I got out of being a mechanic, that was just over a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. And I got involved with a, a coach here on, you know, a coach in the, in the industry or whatever, and worked for them. It only worked out for about a couple months, whatever it happened. But ultimately that was my way out of being a mechanic, right? That's the way that I look at it. At the time when it, when it happened, it was a great, a great opportunity at first, it ended up not being a good one. And that you'll see that happens in, in the industry. But after that, I didn't have to go back and, and, and go to like a day job, right? I put all of my faith in myself, in my God, and it's not been easy. It's been hard, but that is what I would have done earlier, right? I would have, I would have put my faith in God that everything's going to happen for a reason and that he's going to get me through it because every single time you get to that point where it, again, it's like that three feet from gold mentality. It's that point where you want to give up. If you just have faith that little bit more, it's going to be okay. Right. And that's exactly what would happen. I mean, it would get to the day like I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to file bankruptcy today or something like that. Right. Whatever it might be like this big thing. And then the next day and prayers answered and all of a sudden I don't have to worry about that anymore. So having full faith, I think, first of all, for me, that's what I'd say. If it's something that you're passionate about, like you were talking about earlier, where it's just on your heart, like this is what I need to do, like then go do that right? Like you're going to be able to provide, if you want it bad enough, you're going to find ways. I did like a hundred K and a hundred day challenge just for the fun of it, because I knew I needed to be able to pay my way, you know, through this while I was building out what I'm building out, ended up doing like 30 K, you know, in, in a hundred days, which is awesome for most people, right? I was shooting for a hundred. So I felt like a failure, but at the same time, I mean, I was trying anything and everything. I was, I was selling stuff. I was trading stuff. I was whatever, right? If it was a way for me to make money, I was trying it and doing it, but it ultimately led me here. So for me, I think it's just, you know, it's okay to bet on yourself, you know, and bet big and go for it. It's funny. You you mentioned having faith and, and you brought it to business. I'm going to read. So this is my devotional from today. Okay. So just bear with me for a minute. Right? It says, if a client is about to leave, God knows. If a client is about to show up, God knows. I've taken great comfort in the fact that my business actually is God's business and I'm called to be a good steward of my company. And if one client leaves, he usually gives you two in return. Amen. As long as you're doing the right thing. So uh, I think that's, that's amazing. And, and I love everything you're saying, but I want to talk a little bit about unlimited life Academy. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So this is my baby. Everything I've been talking about here uh, today on this on the show, I'm trying to put it all together for the new people that are coming into the, the online marketing world, right? Because I've been able to grow such a great network of experts, I want to be able to provide my, my community to newbies and really help guide them in launching their own business online. So I came up with the Unlimited Life Academy. Uh, it's really geared towards personal development, entrepreneurship. We've got all kinds of great stuff going on with it. But ultimately, the people that are wanting to make that transition, you know, the one that I had a struggle with, you know, on my own, I can help leverage you guys up and, and get you in front of the people 
to help you to help you grow to grow your business, whatever that looks like, right? So, at my mastermind last year, I gave uh, an analogy of your online business being kind of like a steam engine, you know, like the locomotives. A lot of people don't know how they work, but basically that big long tube on the front of them is just a tube of water. They're shoveling coal on a fire. The fire heats it up, steams it. The steam goes down a pipe, pushes a piston, piston moves the wheels, right? So with entrepreneurship, what I see, at least in the online space, people jump into a business, right? They get on the train, they start shoveling coal, it gets hot, it gets sweaty, it gets dirty, and they look out the window and, and, and you know, they're seeing other things that are going on, other trains that are out there. And just when they get to a point where they build up enough pressure to get those wheels to, to turn, what happens? They slip. Right. You're trying to you're trying to move a 100 ton train down the tracks and all that pressure just makes the wheel slip. And that's when they look out the window and say, Do you know what the heck with this train? I'm going to go jump on that train. That train's going to get me where I want to go. Right. So that's shiny objects is what we call it. But again, if they're willing to wait just a little bit longer, if they're just willing to put that much more into it. Those wheels will stop slipping. They'll start gripping and they'll start moving that train down the tracks. Now, you're not going to take off like a rocket, right? We all use the launch term, but, you know, a train, it's going to take a while to get that thing moving. But the beautiful thing is, is once you get it moving, it doesn't take as much effort anymore, right? Now you don't have to shovel as much coal on there. You can kind of sit back and relax. Once it's moving full speed ahead, then you can really relax. Now you're like, you know, in the in the coach in the back, having a drink, you know, sticking your head out the window, whatever. You'll probably hire somebody else to be shoveling the coal for you anyway. And ultimately, you're going to have this big, massive business, massive train moving down the tracks, full speed ahead. And you're not going to be able to stop it, even if you wanted to, right? Like if you have an online business set up correctly with, you know, all your links out there and everything, like there's no way of just shutting it all down. You cannot go out there and just delete every single link that you have out there, right? So even if you wanted to, you couldn't stop that business, just like a train. And the Unlimited Life Academy is designed to be your track to success, right? So I don't care what your train is going to be. I don't care if you want to be a coach, a speaker, an author, whatever it is, an affiliate marketer, whatever. I'm going to make sure that I have the right people in my community to help guide you down your road to where it is that you want to go. And ultimately, that's going to usually end up being several things, right? Just like you guys have a, a podcast. I'm getting ready to launch one. Thanks to you guys. I'm so excited about that. But it's just another another piece of the puzzle, right? It's another stop on the track. So I've already been a speaker. I've already been an author. Well, now it's time for the podcast, right? Because now I have a book that I can talk about. I can talk about my speaking experience. And now I'm going to start building stages for others to, to follow the same exact path that I did, right? So I'm laying down the tracks and I'm going to let you, you know, hop on your train and follow right behind me. So that's kind of what, what it is. I also give you all the tools that you're going to need to run your business online. So a funnel builder, CRM, all that technical stuff, but it's going to be everything that you need, community, tools, and then uh, know-how in order to get out there and do it. So I'm super excited about it. Getting ready to launch here pretty soon. And uh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, Corey, I, I, I'm I super excited about it. I know you know we're going to be involved in that community and, and try to provide as much value as possible to anybody that comes in there. But but yeah, like I can't wait to dig in. I can't wait to 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 learn the systems and and those tools that you're offering. And you know, and then obviously once once we see it, I'm sure it's going to be gold, and we're going to start sharing it, right? Like that's kind of the, the win win. You provide yeah. some awesome stuff, and then you know you get other people talking about it, right? Like that's the beauty of of any of these businesses when somebody does it right and they provide the right value. Again, you led with the value in our in the podcast program that I put it into, into the program forever. Right. You know, I, I just, I love that. And so I trust that you are going to provide that value to that community at such a high level that people are just going to fall in love with it. And, and then it's, you know, it's going to blow yeah. up, but it's not going to be me, right. It's going to be us, right. It's always, it's always a team thing with me as a coach. I don't get to play the game, right. I don't get to, to, to win the games. I don't get to win the championship. I get to help you guys get there. 
But then once you do, we can all celebrate together, right? We can all hold the trophy together. But I know like, that's what I always say as a coach, I don't win, you win. But once we get there, we'll, we'll celebrate together. And that's the beauty of this. You know, like you guys are my podcast experts, right? Like I've gone into your course. I see what your course is about. I see how it's going to help so many people. So when people come into the Unlimited Life Academy, now I say, hey, go check out Ron and Corey. They got it. If you want to be a podcast person, that's who you have to go to. They are the one that gets my stamp of approval, right? And that's why I want to see what with, with the experts, the experts area training, training area inside of my program, Unlimited Life Academy, is that, hey, you're going to get the Unlimited Life Academy stamp of approval, meaning that these people are going to actually be able to help you do exactly what you're looking to do. So if it's a podcast, then you guys are it. Right. And then I got, like I said, I got people that are in the, in the publishing industry. So if you want to be a, a writer, I know a guy that, you know, that's in my experts community, that's going to help you launch your own book. So yeah, it's all there. The tracks are laid down for you. All you got to do is get your train on the right tracks and then we'll take you there. I cannot wait. And I know there's people like, how do I get involved? And if you're not, how do I get involved? Why not get involved? <laughs> but how can they connect with you? How can they get involved with you? Yeah. So, I mean, I'll probably give you guys like the, you know, the link or something so you guys can share it later. I don't, I don't know what that is exactly just yet, but right now you can reach out to me on Facebook, I guess would be the, the easiest thing. Again, the launch isn't coming up for uh, you know a little bit. So just reach out to you guys and, and then you guys can help them out. So perfect. Perfect. Awesome. All right. Coach Corey, thank you so much. Definitely a pleasure being involved uh, in in your community and having you in our community. It's a blessing. And uh, we thank you very much for everything and can't wait to see Unlimited Life Academy blow up and can't wait for the value you're going to drop with the podcast Unlimited Lifer. Absolutely. Hey, I'm Coach Corey and together we'll do it better. Perfect. Oh man, Ron, that was, that was intense. We, we dug deep. I, I know, you know, sometimes those conversations, like as soon as I was talking to Corey yesterday, I was like, oh, I need to say that. Cause I knew you weren't around, like you needed right. to hear what he was talking about. So, yeah. so it was super fun, but what's, I, I assume, I assume you, you have one or two takeaways <sighs> because I know I've got a couple. I got a couple. So I got a whole bunch, but I, I think the first and foremost, you have to like I'm a Christian, so you got to put God first. You put God first, you have your faith first, and you believe good things are going to happen. And, and I promise you, you might be in a bad spot. Like I, I, I get it. I know it. I understand. But you know what? God works everything out for the good of people that love him. I promise. I promise. And I, I am telling you from somebody that understands and knows everything that could be going bad, you have to have faith that God is helping you through it and God's going to turn it to make it an amazing thing, period, end of story. Second, going back to business and, and getting into business, you have to build no like and trust. If, if your people don't know, like, and trust you, they're not going to buy from you. It's really that simple. Yeah. That's it. Yep. So it, it is pretty, pretty awesome that there's just so many things, so many people out there that have some amazing, just nuggets of, of gold. And, and speaking of gold, Corey kept using the comment three feet from gold. And so I just want to, I just want to remind people if that mentality is, you know, the, the person digging for gold, and then there's two people digging for gold and one gives up just three feet away. And the other keeps going those three feet and strikes it rich. Like it, that can be for anything, right? Like that you're just keep going, just keep going. And then the other point to this is, you have got to want it more than anything, right? Like you've got to want it more than you yourself or that you've got to want it more than the other people to achieve it. And, and if you keep pushing to hit that gold, 
and you want it bad enough, then again, you have the faith in God, you have the faith in your whatever you believe. And then after that, you have the faith in yourself and you just keep pushing. You will reach anything and everything you want. Truth. Have faith. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys. Talk to you soon. Did you know that Hindsight Hacking Media Agency, we do all things podcasts from launch. If you're already doing 10,000 downloads in a week, we handle everything. All you have to do, record it and forget it. Guys, if you're launching a podcast, get with these guys. I could not honestly hit the charts without them. I'm not getting paid for this, but working with both of you, the professionalism and the system that you guys had to launch the podcast, you guys killed it. We want to help the impactors create an impact by just letting you be you and not worry about all this other crazy stuff. Connect with us. All the links will be in the show notes. See you next time. Go create an impact.